Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Got a great show. Hey, happy new year, everybody. Going to be talking today about focus and some great tips to help me first and then you. It's going to be a good year, folks. We have to stay focused on the right things. Stay tuned. Okay, folks, so I'm back. Hey, listen, it's great to uh, be back on the set. And I went on vacation, had a great vacation with my amazing wife, Barb. Got to see the kids, the grandchildren. It was wonderful. Thank you all. Had a great time. Hope you all had a great time as well. New year is here. All right. So we're going to jump right in. Let's get started. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about focus. Okay, very important. The word focus can be defined as the center of interest or activity, or also the act of paying particular attention to something. Focus, focus. Like right now, my face is on autofocus on my camera. When I move my head, the little box follows it around. I've got a TV screen behind it, so you might notice my eyes looking a little weird from time to time getting lined up with the teleprompter, checking all that out to see how that goes for this episode. So, as I said before, paying particular attention, that's what focus means. So in this episode, I want to encourage you to focus this year on some very important things as Christians or soon to be Christians. So the first thing is focus on Jesus Christ and not man. Bam, very important. John 14 in the New Living Translation says, Jesus told Thomas, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Powerful, 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 very important. So we know that he's the truth and the life. We need to focus on Jesus Christ. We need to focus on the Word of God, right? Jesus is the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Focus on Jesus, number one, very important. Especially in this day and age, it's easy to get sidetracked. And if you don't understand what I mean, check out episode 95. It's entitled, Get Your Mind Cleared. In that episode, I discuss how we need to turn off the news, turn off all the stuff that gets in here, and focus. I had to do it myself. I was getting wrapped up in the news and hearing all the crazy stuff going on, and then in my prayer time, Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, focus on me, focus on me and not that stuff. And I mean, I have to stay focused because you can't get on and do a podcast show or speak or do videos and things like that if your mind's unclear. So check out episode 95. It's called Get Your Mind Cleared. I also talk about other outside sources that can cause you to become depressed, stressed, and eventually a hot mess. So really important. The key is focusing on Jesus Christ and his teachings in the word of God. Number one. Okay, so number two, focus on the personal relationship with Jesus. When you say it, it sounds selfish, but at the same time, it's not. Because at the end of the day, remember, you're going to be standing alone on that day before him and you're not going to have your friends you're not going to have your pastors or anybody with you you're going to be there alone so it says in james 4 verse 8 it says come close to god and god will come close to you very important that's it come close to god 
and God will come close to you. And remember, when I share these verses, don't forget to read the whole chapter, okay? I'm just trying to cover a lot of information in, in this podcast. So I'm giving you guys some verses. You can go back, read the entire chapter. And I mentioned this back in March or April of 2019. Wow. 2020, sorry. So I mentioned back in 2020, around March or April, just before the pandemic really broke out, but it first started and they were talking about we were going to have to be quarantined and different things like that. And one of the things I mentioned was, you know, we're always talking about a revival, a revival, a revival. It's going to be a revival of thousands of Christians. But when you're being quarantined in your home alone, what about a personal relationship with the Lord? A time of personal revival is the perfect time to get alone and get in that word, get in your prayer closet, you know, go in your room, get that quiet time, put on the worship music and just meditate on the word, meditate on worshiping the Lord. Just soak that in, talk to him, pray. You know, it's easy to sit in a church and have somebody feed us the whole time, right? or Bible studies and so forth. But to actually be at home alone, what are you gonna do then? You know what I mean? And this is the time. You know, if you're married, what would happen if you never spent any time with your spouse? You know, if I never spent any time with Barb, except for once a week, I would sit down with her and eat with her and say a few words to her, and then the rest of the time I never spoke to her for an entire week. How do you think my relationship would go? It would be over, wouldn't it? The relationship would suffer, and eventually, we'd probably end up getting separated and divorced. The relationship at the end of the day would not work because we wouldn't even know each other. Well, it's the same thing with the Lord. You have to make sure that he knows who you are. Don't just use him as an ATM machine. Make sure you spend time with the Lord. Talk to him. Pray. Just think about him during the day. Worship him. You know, Matthew seven twenty-one to 23 says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? It says, and then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Wow. You know, that's something you never want to hear out of the Lord's mouth is depart from me. I never knew you. I, it just breaks my heart just thinking about it. You don't want to be in that position on that day. So number three, focus on showing love to others. Very important. This is key. Love is key. You all know it. First Corinthians 13, four through seven says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Every circumstance. You focus on that type of love. You focus on enduring through every circumstance. You focus on that. Your life will be changed for this year. There's going to be times you're going to walk away from things. I've talked about this before when I've talked about love. Sometimes love means keeping your mouth shut, walking away from certain situations that you don't want to hurt other people's feelings. You know, sometimes it's telling the truth about something in love where no one gets hurt but restored. There's so many different 
features, but at the end of the day, it's not lashing out, not lashing out in hate, showing the love, you know, these verses that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth this, this is what he did. He wrote it in Corinth. They were having issues and he was trying to teach them. And the same can be applied for us. They sum up exactly what we need to be doing as followers of Jesus Christ. It's so easy, of course, to say these things, but it's not easy to follow through with it. And I'll be the first to say it. You really have to sit back and pray about it and say, Lord, help me. Help me love this person. Help me to show them love. And showing someone love doesn't mean you're going to sit back with them and eat dinner with them and sit beside them the whole time and let them hurt you again. That's not what it means. But at the same time, as you forgive, you move on. And it reminds us of what we need to be doing. Paul also wrote in Romans 5, 8, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. That's powerful love. That's that love that we, we can't even imagine how powerful that love is. But sent his son down to die. Of course, the three are one, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But at the same time, came down as a man sacrificed for us, loved us so much to restore that relationship. That's powerful. He first loved us. And so we need to remember that we must pour out that love to others so others can see Jesus in us and through us. Very important because people are watching. Like I've said before, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you can better believe you're being watched by someone. They might not be sitting there staring at you the whole time. But what I mean by that is you make a mistake, watch what happens. Then you'll realize who's watching you. First and foremost, remember also that love, spread that love in throughout our households, spouses, children, husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. Love one another. Remember, when you're a married couple, the two become one. The two become one. I'll probably do a teaching on that and probably have Barb on my show. And we'll do one for our 30th anniversary. We're going to be married 30 years come June 1st, 2021. That's awesome. I'm, I'm thankful. It's such a blessing to have such an amazing wife and best friend. So number four, focus on forgiveness. Powerful yet tough, but focus on forgiveness. Matthew 6, 14 through 15 says out of the New Living Translation, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But, and this is the one people don't remember, but if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. I didn't say this. It's in the word of God. It's in the word. If you don't forgive, he will not forgive you. So what does that mean to the end of the day? That means you're in trouble. So you better forgive. Like I said, you may forgive, but it doesn't mean you have to go and walk with the person, hang out with them again. Sometimes you part ways, you know, sometimes you're in people. You've heard it said by many people. Sometimes you're in people's lives or people are in your lives for a season and then they're removed. You're removed into a new area or whatever to help you grow. Life happens. This is how it goes. Look at us right now. I'm in the basement in the podcast studio. And I'm able to reach you folks all around the world, even during this COVID craziness. So very important. For a deeper understanding of forgiveness, I will recommend, I want to encourage you to listen to my series called Forgiveness, Keeping It Real. It's going to be episodes 41 through 43. Three great episodes talking about forgiveness, really break it down, 
to help people in their walk. Okay. Paul also wrote to the church in Ephesus. He wrote in Ephesians 4.32, Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Very important. And you know, when you think about forgiveness, you also have to remember the Lord's Prayer. And the Lord's Prayer is located in, it's in Matthew 6. But in there, you know, we sit back and we say the Lord's Prayer and, and, and people stay focused and, hey, you know what? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And I covered on that as well, but that's a very important passage of scripture that we don't take seriously like we should. We just rattle off, hey, God, forgive me the way I forgive others. Well, if you're not forgiving others, what's God going to do? He's not going to forgive you. That backs up that passage that I just read. So keep that in mind. Very important. I just wanted to throw that at you, folks. Forgiveness is key. Focus on forgiveness this year and in the years to come. If you listen to this years from now, right now it's January 6, 2021. And, uh, Stay focused on forgiveness. Very important. If you're listening to this years down the road, forgiveness will still be a thing. I guarantee it. So focus on forgiveness. So the next one we're going to do is we're going to focus on prayer. Matthew 6, 5 through 6, out of the New Living Translation says, When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father who sees everything will reward you. Okay, very important. Sometimes you'll see people, even they'll be in public or they'll be in a public setting or they'll be in on the street or whatever, and they're bringing out all these different prayers and using big words and things like that. And people will say, oh, wow, you're an amazing prayer warrior. But you take that same person and you go behind closed doors and you pray. And it's just between you and the Father. It's just you praying. That's what he's talking about. It's not about praying so others will think you're somebody special. It's about praying in private, interceding for others praying, but not only interceding for others, but also thanking God, you know, take the time to talk to God and be sure. And you've heard this many times before, be sure when you start, make sure you start by worshiping God, thanking him. You know, we all do it. Sometimes we just get right in. We start praying. Hey, Lord, I need this. I need that. Somebody's sick. Someone's hurting. Can you help him? Can you help him? Can you help him, please? But instead it's heavenly father. Thank you so much for this day. You know, my brother Jim Kamarowski does an amazing job. He loves, he's, he loves to worship the Lord. So when we pray, he'll just sit back and just honor God, describing God in beautiful ways, beautiful, majestic, heavenly Father. You know, Lord Jesus, powerful, mighty Lord, we thank you for the blessings. We thank you for all you do for us. We thank you for so much. You are an amazing, awesome God. You know, don't just jump right in and, hey, Lord, I need this, I need that, I need a new hat, I need, 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 need. No, don't use them like an ATM machine where we only come to them when we need something. Make sure you take the time to pray. You know, and I hope you'll consider praying for others as well, especially now we all need prayer. 
You know, if you have a prayer request, put it in the comments section. And I've mentioned that before. Anytime you have a prayer request, put it in the comments section. We'll be sure to pray for you as well as others who also read. But focus on prayer. Take the time to study about praying. You know, look up praying in your Bible and read the verses that talk about how Jesus prayed. He went to be with the Father. He spent time with the Father in private. He prayed. He talked to God. Very important. So number six, focus on your gifts. Very important. Romans 12, 6 says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. No matter what it is, and I love that passage because it just tells you whatever it may be. You know, if you're an encourager, if you have the gift of hospitality where you just love being a blessing. Of course, right now we're in COVID and quarantining and things like that, but you can still bake goodies, make an extra plate for your neighbor. All those things that my wife and I have talked about over the years, over the last year and so about being a blessing, helping others. You know, don't just throw a hot dog on a bun and, and pass it to someone and say, here, here's your food. No, take your time. Do it up nicely for them. Show them, I mean, it's, it's a silly example, but at the same time, hospitality is making someone feel comfortable, making someone feel loved, making someone feel welcome. You know, the welcome basket idea that uh, Kristen Young had where put she saw it online where you can put goodies in a basket and have the the post office workers and whatnot, hey, take a couple items for yourself. A blessing to others, you know, whatever it is, if it's teaching, if it's me sitting here teaching right here in the podcast studio, I'm going to do the best I can, you know, to make sure I'm giving you some great information from the Word of God. You know, we all have gifts that God has given us, specifically meant for us to do what He called us to do, and that's really important. He's given us things to do, you know, the question is, are you using them? This is the very important part. Are you using them as a blessing to others? Do you know what your giftings really are? And uh, you can check out some of my podcast shows where I talk about giftings. But if you don't know, ask somebody. Look it up on Google. What are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Check them out. See which ones that you can relate to and talk to your pastor. Talk to me. Talk to someone you trust who can speak into your life and help you in that stage. You know, don't wait another day this year. Focus on learning what your gifts are and start walking in them. You can do it right from your home. Whatever you need to do, encourage people. It's something important. It's something powerful. You, you know what it is. You're holding back if you're not writing like you're supposed to. You're holding back if you're not doing a video. You know, somebody needs to see your video. Someone needs to hear your message that God has laid on your heart. Okay, so number seven, a very important one, focus on appreciation. Okay, we don't say thank you enough. Recently, I posted about thanking the healthcare workers, my amazing wife working hard at the nursing home, all those different individuals, firefighters, police officers, school teachers, the list goes on and on. 
First Thessalonians 5.18 says, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So show those in your life how much you appreciate them. You can do this by saying it to them. You can write them a love letter. You've heard about my love letter that I wrote to my mother, and she ended up passing away a couple weeks later. But I was so thankful that I wrote her that on her birthday a few years ago. But show those people that you love them. You know the old saying, don't wait until the funeral to tell people how much you like the person who passed away. Tell them while they're still alive. It's very important. You know, make them a card, write them a letter, buy them a card, make them a meal, whatever it takes to show people that you appreciate them. Some people like buying people gifts. Be a blessing to someone. Bless them with something. You know, use your imagination and don't put this off. It's very important. Focus on showing appreciation to those in your life that you know deserve it. We all know tomorrow's not promised to us, and you definitely do not want to wait until the last minute and then say, ah, oh, I want to say this, this, and this to that person. I never told them how much I loved them or appreciated them. Okay, so really important. Okay, so the next one and the last one is number eight. Focus on helping the lost, the hungry, and the hurting. This is really key, especially now with everything going on in the world. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say, goodbye and have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do, right? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now, someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. So that's really important. Help those in need. Remember, Jesus went around doing good. He fed people. He healed people. He restored them, prayed to the Father, and then went out and he did what needed to be done. You need to focus on that. There's so many people out there hurting and suffering, and we need to focus on those people. Help out where you can, right from the comfort of your home, or if you're able to go out, you know, shout out to Dixie and all the people at Catholic Charities, all the folks out there running different food pantries, shelters, all the different places that are reaching people and feeding them. Praise God, you're doing amazing things. Pastor Joseph, that Barb and I are connected with, feeding the people in his community in the Philippines. You know, Pastor Glenn Blakeney, all these different individuals out there reaching out to the Philippines and all these other countries. Powerful stuff. We need to be a blessing to the hungry, the hurting, the homeless. We need to take care of them, folks. Be the hands and feet of Jesus. So it's very important. Sound good? So in closing, I want to say this before I pray. It's time to focus. Key things, folks, focus. It's time to focus. Once again, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, we must represent as well as be a light in this world. People need hope, healing, and most importantly, salvation through Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, just thank you for this opportunity just to share this message today. I thank you for all my listeners out there. Thank you for all those who are reaching out and stepping up and doing what needs to be done. 
being the hands and feet of Jesus right where they're at, from the comfort of their homes, the ones that are out there in the workforce, the ones that are out there rubbing shoulders with people, doing what needs to be done to be a blessing, to lead people to Christ, to lead people to you, Lord. So I thank you for this opportunity. Once again, I know I do not take this lightly to have this opportunity to share messages all around the world. I thank you so much for the blessings. Lord, I just pray for all the individuals out there hurting and suffering that someone will come along and be a blessing to them. And Heavenly Father, bless. Pray right now that you just bless all my listeners and watchers. Thank you so much for all the blessings. And I thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. There you have it, folks. Hey, listen, good to be on again. Glad you listened. Glad you tuned in. Remember, relevance for today, awesome stuff. Hey, check us out on YouTube. I'm going to be pushing YouTube again. Force, you know, get over to YouTube, get some subscribers over there as I'm going to be sending my messages over there like I have been just trying to get more out there on social media and doing that. Hey, we're up to 123 episodes. Exciting stuff. Hey, listen, God bless you all. Take care of yourselves. Remember to focus. Remember to focus. Hey, God bless you guys. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace.